Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey, VV Nation, welcome to our YouTube channel. And today I got another great video for you, and it's entitled, Do This Now. These are things that you got to keep in mind in regards to what you do with your portfolio right now. And I'm going to help you in two different ways. I'm going to help you to protect your portfolio, and I'm going to help you to prepare your portfolio as well. All right, so these are things that you need to do now. And if you're ready, let's get it started. Hey, everybody, Glenn Tompkins, senior instructor here on our YouTube channel, Love bringing these videos to you. Glad to have you here. And thank you so much for supporting the channel. Folks, again, these are videos that we put out for you to help you guys make better decisions in what you do in the market and at the right times. So from that perspective, these are things that you need to do now. Starting off with, we were preparing our subscribers that the market was already looking toppy. And then when the market pulled back and broke through a nice level of support overall, you guys were already prepared, right? Wait. You didn't know it? Well, if you're not a VectorVest subscriber, uh, we've been telling our subscribers to get prepared and we were right on point as it was happening so that when that big down day happened just last week, our subscribers were not blindsided. They were caught, they were not caught up in the hype. And then on Monday, we got more of the same coming back down. We had you guys pegged and right at the right time. Now today, the market's going up. Well, does that mean it's time to back up the truck and go again? No, it's not. What it does mean is one day is not a trend. And let's talk about some of the things that are going on in the market. Uh, there's a lot of things. We got inflation. We've got interest rates. We've got jobs. We've got GDP. We've got... So many things that it will just keep your head on a swivel and you'll be like, blah, 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 blah. what do I do? That's all right. That's what we're here for to help you guys right now. On the protection side, these are some things that you need to do now. If you haven't already done them, um, it may be a little late or you might be able to tippy toe into some of these things. And one of the biggest things is sell half your position, especially if you've made money in this nice recent uptrend. Don't give it all back. All right. Don't be afraid to take half off the table. And if the market continues to move higher, you're still in the game. How about this from a protection standpoint? Sell covered calls, especially if they're stocks that you own long term that you really don't want to get rid of. This is a very simple options trade. Sell the covered call that helps to absorb some of the price decline while the stock is going down because that call that you sold, you take in a premium. Buy a protective put. That's another way. Now, selling a covered call, you take in money. Buying a protective put, you pay money. But as long as the market is going down, the stocks that you sold that protective put, that you bought that protective put on is good all the way down to zero. If the stock goes out of business, you make money on that put. And last thing, contra ETFs. Many of you are not comfortable shorting stocks, and that's fine. Buying contra ETFs is a great way to take advantage of the market going down without having to sell short or have a margin account. Now, I will put in something out there, though. If you're brand new to contra ETFs, I'm going to say that you consider staying away from leverage contra ETFs that move two or three times more than the underlying um, stock or underlying indice or whatever. 
In that case, I would say to look at uh, considering buying non-leveraged country ETFs. But this is on the protection side. Now, the other side of the the coin is uh, the Fed is now at Jackson Hole, and he's going to come out and he's going to give a speech about what's going on and the state of the economy and blah, 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 blah. So now you got to ask yourself, what is the Fed going to do? Why? Because these are things that make you go, hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Now, after you're done going, hmm, you have to think about it. Is the Fed going to be dovish versus hawkish? And is that baked in? I want to hear your comments on that. Don't forget to type in the comments. Let me know what you feel about that. I still think the Fed's got to be hawkish. And I do know that inflation is coming down, but it's still at 40-year highs. They still have to aggressively keep going after inflation to get that interest rate up to about 4 to 6%. Gives them some wiggle room when it comes time to stimulate the economy when the time is right. Isn't inflation getting better? Well, understand this. People's perceptions then becomes their reality. I'm going to say that again. People's perceptions become their realities. Is inflation getting better? If you look at it on paper, absolutely. It is getting better. But we're still at 40-year highs, which is why the Fed still needs to remain hawkish in regards to raising interest rates. He did say that they were going to aggressively go after interest rates and do whatever it takes. I think that he needs to stay that path. But if inflation is starting to pull over a little bit, does he then say and back up a little bit and say, well, you know, instead of raising uh, three quarters of a basis point, maybe I go to a half basis point. I think if that happens, the market gets a nice bump up because people's perception will be that, oh man, everything is looking better and we're going to go rock and roll. Well, let's talk about that. Are things getting better? Well, you look at gas. Well, well, gas is going down, right? That's a good thing. You know why gas is going down? Because the demand is going down. People were looking at the prices at the pump and it's like, man, I'm not paying that. So the demand pulled back. But understand this, we're going to start getting into to the cooler months, right? We're going to still need to heat our homes. I still think that oil is a good play uh, going into the end of the year because oil is going to go back up. Well, what about inflation? Inflation is getting better, right? So it's still, it's coming down, right? Inflation is still at 40-year highs. And I don't think that the raising of the interest rates are really putting the kind of dent that the Fed wants to put in. And I know it takes time. It does take time. But are we really putting the dent to go after inflation at this particular point in time? Hmm, not sure. What about this? Jobs are good. We're still at historically low un- unemployment. Got to look at this. Remember, I keep saying that over the next, uh, this quarter, the third and the fourth quarter is going to be the telling sign of if if inflation or if interest rates are going to really start to uh uh go after companies' bottom lines. I, if you follow me on Twitter, go look at uh, go search for at Glenn Tompkins Jr. on Twitter. I've been tweeting out companies that are starting to lay off people. That number is going to start to go up as the raising of the interest rates affect people's ability to borrow money because higher inflation or higher interest rates mean that they have to pay that money back at a higher rate, which takes money out of their pocket. Now, Let's say that the market goes up. I know one day doesn't make a trend, but let's say the people's perception is, yeah, this is good and pushes the market higher. What should you be looking at? 
value or growth stocks. Well, long term, I love value stocks, just like Warren Buffett, stocks that I want to hold for the long term. But if we get a nice little push back up in the market, then I think growth stocks are going to be the good way to go because you're going to be able to make good money in a short amount of time. But I'm going to tell you to put tighter stops on it in case the market decides that it wants to fall back down. Take that money quick and don't let a loser become a big loser. Now, if you buy for how long? And that's a great question. If you do decide to buy, if the market looks like it wants to go up because they like what the Fed is saying and all of these different things, how long? Put tight stops on the stocks so that you don't have to worry about how long. Take those winners quicker and get out of those losers quicker as well. All right. So, Now, from a do this now perspective, you've now got what to do now for protection of your portfolio. And I don't think it's too late for that, but you can still tippy toe in that. But just watch and see what the market does. And if the market does continue to want to go higher after today, then the do this now uh, comes into the next section. So from a do this now perspective and looking at growth stocks, I've got some growth stocks that I want you to pay attention to, starting with CPRX. We've known and seen that drug stocks were on a rise. LABU, which was a drug ETF, was rocking and rolling. I'm going to stay on that bandwagon right now because a lot of these stocks that I'm giving to you, or a lot of these drug stocks have stuff in the pipeline uh, that they're going after. And a lot of these have phase three catalyst information that could really really buoy these stocks higher. But the last news I had was on August 9th. It's been a minute. Uh, CPRX quarter two earnings and revenues top estimates. All right. Another drug stock, Excel, uh, Excellus. Now, interesting in this stock, this stock's got a couple of phase three coming up in regards to pushing the stock's price higher. Uh, total revenues, uh, $419 million, uh, uh in a drug called Cabozantinib. Sigh. I can't. I can't ugh. put crickets because I can't say these names. But nonetheless, um, phase three is coming up second half of 2022. Phase three enrollment completed. Noted November 9, 2021. Phase three uh, initial data due in the second half. And we are in the second half of 2022. This news could actually push the stock's price higher. And then if I scroll down a little bit, they've got uh, this in the pipeline. What else? A lot of this is on this Cabo Medics. That seems to be the big stock that they have in their pipeline. All right. What else do I have for you? Oil, WNT, uh, offshore WTI top second quarter estimates, ups output view. That's on August 15th. I still think that oil is a good play. I'm going to keep my eye on this. And one more, I did a video on lithium, on lithium stocks. Palabra uh, shares jumped. 4% higher after the leading ASX listed uh, company reported a massive 577% increase in sales revenue to $1.2 billion and a maiden full year profit of $562 million. I still think that lithium is a good place to be because electric car demand is increasing. I just did a video on electric cars, folks. I'm on the EV space side. I like it, but I like it from the perspective of helping you to make money in these stocks. I'm not telling you to go out and buy any of them. I know the government says, hey, just go buy them. They're expensive. And I did another video that talked about upfront costs on EVs is more expensive than buying a combustion engine. But I've also done another video that talked about the maintenance 
between the two of them. And long term, the maintenance on electric vehicle is a lot less than a combustion vehicle. All right, let's get back into the software and let's go take a look at some of these stocks. All right, uh, from that perspective, here's my stocks. Um, and I named this watch list, do this now, because from the growth side, if the market does decide that it wants to go up, you now know or have five stocks that I want you to take a look at. But if the market continues to go down, I've got a couple of things that I want you to, to protect your portfolio with. Let's go take a look at these stocks on a graph. All right, put these on a three-month graph, CPRX. A lot of these stocks are going to have good relative timings, uh, actually good relative values. These stocks are going to have some great upside potential uh, to outperform a stock market. And number two, the earnings per share on these stocks are out of this world. Earnings is the engine that drives a stock's price higher. CPRX, I like the stock, is only trading at $14.71, above a 20X bench moving average. Uh, earnings per share looks super solid. I like this as a growth play. PILBF, that lithium play. Look at the rising earnings per share. The stock is currently above a 20-day exponential moving average. I'd like to see it take out the three-month high before you buy it, um, but I like the move of the stock as a growth play. WTI, oil has been hit. It's on the rebound, folks. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's on a rebound, but I would wait and time the play. Right now, it's back to a buy recommendation, clearly above the 20-day exponential moving average. Earnings is rising higher. Volume is okay, but I like the move on the stock. Now, this one, this is a drug stock, and it doesn't look so good. So why are you even looking at this, Glenn? Well, I'm looking at it because it's a drug company that has some possible phase three catalyst news. And you know something? A lot of times you see these drug stocks explode and you're like, man, how did I miss that? Am I going to tell you that this is going to go up three, four hundred percent? No, but I'm telling you something to look at because of the catalyst information behind it. Earnings per share looks good. Price-wise or graph-wise, it don't look so good right now. I want you to keep this growth stock on your radar. And, you know, a lot of people have been asking me about gold. I'm still not a big fan of gold right now, but I put a gold stock in here to at least keep your eyes on as well. Gold has been pummeled. It had a nice run-up. Uh, this is GLD. Had a run-up to 168.10. I'd like to see it break above that. Open candle today. First thing I'm looking for is for the stock to break above the 20-day exponential moving average. Second thing I'm looking for, waiting for it to break above that level of resistance. I need those two things to happen. So with that, folks, those are my things of what you need to do now in regards to protecting your portfolio and preparing your portfolio Wherever the market gives you, take what the market gives you, but do these things to either protect or prepare to go higher. With that, folks, this video is over. And until the next time, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.